Hi, this is Chandler Giampietro. And this is Jared Galanos. And this is the Wrigleyville Bros Podcast. I want them to love the sport. I want them to just run as hard as they can and try to avoid the tag and just shit like that. Like it's really not about all these mechanical things right now. It's about the fun of it and the love of it. And people are just like completely missing it. Today on the Wrigleyville Bros podcast, we have Truman State junior softball player, Maria McGonigal. When did your journey with softball begin, Maria? since I was able to walk um I played t-ball when I was like three and then I started playing rec league softball when I was probably like six Mm -hmm. and then travel when I was like maybe nine or ten were you encouraged to play any other sports as a kid Maria oh I was encouraged (laughs) to play other sports by my parents they're both college athletes um I played basketball and volleyball and they were so much fun which do you think your favorite sport was growing up? It was definitely always softball, but I think this is a major problem actually in today's youth with sports as kids are focusing on one single sport way too soon. Mm-hmm. Um, softball did get very redundant, and I still feel that way today, only playing one sport in college now. But I always noticed during softball season, I'd really, really miss basketball and volleyball. During basketball season, I'd really miss softball. During volleyball season, I'd be like, I can't wait for basketball to start. So having a balance of all those sports, Mm -hmm. I just loved it. What do you think it was about softball that made you gravitate towards it so much? So a couple things, but most importantly, my mom played college softball and my dad played college baseball. So I was kind of always uh, leaning that way it was definitely encouraged but my mom always almost played college base or saw what the fuck <laughs> she almost played college basketball too so I think the thing other things that made me lean towards softball is I loved hitting the ball like so far like in t-ball I know I like hit it the farthest on my team and I had all these boys on my team and I was like suck it <laughs> I can hit the ball farther than you. And I just always loved that. Like in basketball, I wasn't the fastest. In volleyball, I couldn't jump the highest and I wasn't the best player. But in softball, I always felt like I had an advantage over Mm -hmm. other people just because I loved to throw it the farthest and hit it the farthest. Did it serve as a motivation for you to be better than boys at sports sometimes? Specifically, remember, we had intramurals in my elementary school years. I think it was fifth grade. And the guy who ran the intramurals, Mr. Dean, he's awesome. Um, He did it for my mom when she went to my elementary school, too. So we would have intramurals um, baseball, and I would, like, be so competitive (laughs) with the boys. And I remember one time we were playing football, and this freaking kid said – I was playing football with all the boys, right? He goes, guys, when the girls get the ball – Strip the ball from them like it's their bread basket. I was like, what does that even mean? It was so sexist. And I was like, dude, we're literally 10. So yeah, I was always very motivated to compete against the boys. Were you competitive with your brother Ryan growing up? Oh yeah. yeah. But he's younger than me. He was always bigger than me. But we were able to compete with each other because he was always like way bigger than me, even though I just said he was younger. Yeah. 
So that helped. Did you have any role models growing up? Yes. Um, I always really loved Jenny Finch, you know, but in boys sports, like we look at the NBA and the NFL, MLB, hockey, you see all these guys that their faces are plastered everywhere. They have such a big brand for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I always kind of like struggled finding women that were professional athletes to look up to because they're not as what's that word? promoted. Yeah. So I looked mainly for people in my life, like my mom, I said she was a college softball player, my coaches who were college mm. softball players. Um, I always really looked up to them. Okay. Who do you attribute most of your athletic success to? It could be a parent or even yourself. For sure, my parents, because they were able to give me an opportunity to play travel. And I know that's a struggle for a lot of people, especially like money wise. <laughs> the fact that I was even able to play travel sports or just play sports in general, definitely I credit that towards my parents for putting me in a privileged position to be able to do that. Um, oh, and. Definitely myself, because yeah. it's hard, you know. It's like you have a lot of roadblocks, and mm. sports definitely teach you to overcome that. And so just me sticking with it through all the years. Did you ever think you wanted to do something other than athletics? Um, well, maybe not athletics. Like, my whole life, I know I knew that sports are what I wanted to do. Like, one time... I used to play violin, and my dad picked me up from violin practice when I was in fifth grade, and we went to the store right after, and he saw one of his friends he hadn't seen in a long time, and his friend was like, oh, what are you guys doing today? And my dad said, oh, I just picked up Maria from violin lessons, and he said, oh, a musical family, huh? And I was like, I'm an athlete, and then I quit violin. <laughs> like, it was definitely part of my personality oh, yeah. growing up, but um, I also... Do you feel like it's a part of part of your personality now, like even as you grow up? I think I'm realizing I have another story. Is it okay if yeah, I tell it? Yeah. So my old um, college softball coach, I only had her my freshman year. She, her family moved somewhere else, um, so she had to leave her position. But uh, during our last game, the very end when we lost in regionals, NCAA regionals, which is super cool. But she gave us this really great speech about how softball is not your identity and she was trying to part with leaving the sport and not coaching collegiately anymore because she'd been doing it for 15 years but she gave us a an emotional speech about how we are a person outside of our sport and even though we've dedicated so much time out of our lives to the sport mm -hmm. you can find yourself in other things and it doesn't have to be your whole identity but it is a big part of my identity but yeah, yeah. It's I important to that. separate yourself from it too. Yeah. What was one of your favorite memories about playing softball growing up? Aw, I have a lot of favorite memories. Um, growing up, I would say overall, just like playing the game. Like my coach, my 12U coach, I remember she always had these optional three hour practices on Sundays that we could go to if we wanted. And I was always like one of two or three people that would always show up. And it was just so fun for me to just like put in the work and time and effort towards softball because I just loved it. And um, I would say as I got older, one of my favorite memories was going to state 
mm-hmm. for my high school team. Um, we weren't really supposed to do anything special that year, and then we were like ranked fifth, and then we ended up getting to state. And what were some of your least favorite memories playing softball growing up? My least favorite memory was probably when I was in seventh grade. Um, the well, let me just say <laughs> the previous year on my sixth grade team, I was the player of the year for junior varsity, <laughs> and it was just because I could like get the ball over the plate. Like I was a pitcher for my travel team, so you know, just automatically you have an advantage then because mm-hmm. you just play year round. So I. Went to tryouts my seventh grade year with one of my catchers from my travel team. She went to my middle school too. And I totally thought I was like going to be the starting pitcher on varsity, like so excited for it. So we had tryouts. And then after tryouts, I found out I was on JV again. And I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't like, this is so important that I'm on varsity. But I was like, this really sucks because I yeah. really did put in a lot of work. And, and you I, felt like you deserved it. I was definitely the best pitcher <laughs> yeah. there. But um, no, my coach, my freaking softball coach, um, he told me that he didn't think I had the heart to play softball or sports and I should probably just quit. And I was like, I'm 11. <laughs> like, it's why? Heavy. <laughs> yeah, that's some really deep stuff yeah. you're telling me. And I was like, what? I love softball. Yeah. Like, whatever. And so then he made this, like, deal with me that I could only pitch every other game or I could only play every other game on varsity. Mm-hmm. So I had a switch every single week to play this one week I'd be on JV, then the next week I'd be on varsity. And I was like, why are you? doing this yeah. to me they don't need jv does not need me but you guys on varsity do need me because you guys need a pitcher and so coincidentally the my high school coach would uh he also coached a middle school team so every single time we played that middle school i never played on varsity so my coach <laughs> was really trying to screw me over i do not know what i did to that man but he did yeah. not like me but it definitely damaged me like the rest of my yeah. playing career like i still think about it to this day and i'd see him at my travel tournaments after that, I remember, like, uh, I think you said something to me when I committed to Truman. I was like, wow, yeah. you are you suck. Like, mm-hmm. how could you ever say that to an 11-year-old girl? Like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. What do you think the role of a coach should be in a young player's career? So I definitely think it's different. I know anyone who coaches knows that it's different coaching girls versus coaching boys. I think if we're talking about girls specifically here, and this goes for boys too, but specifically girls, I think for any player it's important to know that your coach cares about you. It's not just about the sport. Your words actually can hurt them and have an effect on them, especially for girls growing up. Like commenting on someone's body someone's talent someone's work ethic stuff like that like if it's not positive reinforcement then why are you doing it yeah because it really can damage someone the rest of their career and a lot of a lot of players quit when they're young because of that can you tell us a few of your horror stories from umpiring softball and baseball and i literally (laughs) have literally cried like at work after work because i just get so frustrated i mostly umpire six through Mm eight-year-olds and the amount of parents that are like saying the most inappropriate things to their kids screaming at their kids coaches who say extremely inappropriate and arrogant comments to me assuming that i don't know the sport even though i'm a college athlete is absolutely insane i had a dad this last summer 
run up to me on the field, which he's not supposed to be on the field, and told me that he... Especially during COVID. Oh, my God, yes. And, like, in my face, like, Mm -hmm. this has happened multiple times, but this one specifically, he ran up on the field and told me that he has coached higher level of travel softball that I than I have ever seen <laughs> and that I don't know anything. And that's why I need to call these six-year-old girls for going out of the baseline, even though I'm not supposed to even call that. I was like, sir, it's honestly not even worth me telling you that I'm a college softball player, but I'm just going to say it for the record <laughs> yeah. that it's, I really don't give a shit if they're going out of the fucking baseline yeah. because I want them to love the sport. I want them to just run as hard as they can yeah. and try to avoid the tag and just shit like that. Like it's really not about all these mechanical things right now. It's about the fun of it and yes. the love of it. And people are just like completely missing it. So I'm really curious to see what the future of softball and baseball yeah. specifically, but sports in general holds uh, shit. Yeah, dude. It's, My face is red. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Like I, I remember calling you, FaceTiming you damn near, like you said, tears. Like, um, mm-hmm. I'm not really, I guess, air quotes, that emotional of a guy, but like, I probably am. Anyways, okay, Chandler. Yeah, sure. Anyways, <laughs> um, but I just remember being like really affected by seeing these grownups, like just mistreating. Um, and the thing about coaching is it is support. Like you want yes. them to have fun. Yes. You want them, you want to grow the game. Like we said, um, and screaming and swearing at, at children, um, <laughs> especially your children. Uh, I don't really feel like grows the game in no, my opinion. Not at all. It just makes them shut down yeah. and they don't, it's not positive reinforcement. They don't get better from that. It makes them want to quit. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's take uh, a deep breath and oof. move on here. Okay. What does it mean to be a female athlete to you, Maria? Oh, it just means the world. I know we were talking about before how softball and sports in general don't define who you are as a person, but I feel like just being a female athlete is something, a personality trait and characteristic of myself that I hold a lot of pride in. Like Mm -hmm. that is such an accomplishment. I feel like if you are a female athlete and there's just so much stigma around being a female athlete, it's just, I just love it. I love the community of, what am I going to say? Being a woman in sports, women and girls in sports. I just love it. What do you think some of the misconceptions of female athletes are? So I know a major one is women being seen as less competitive than men. I know there are biological differences that obviously cannot be changed. It's just in our DNA. But that doesn't mean that since we're not as strong or as like fast or as big, that doesn't mean that we're less competitive and that the sport is weaker and that we are weaker mentally because mentally it is the same. Mm -hmm. So I think a really common misconception is that, oh, maybe the girls don't care if, you know, no one goes to their game or the girls don't care if they lose. They just want to love each other when they play. Like, no, you can beat someone's fucking ass if you're a fucking girl. For the real. fuck, it's literally, maybe my body won't, like, destroy some man. But, like, definitely mindset is the same. That it doesn't, your brain doesn't change because you have, like, you are, like, 6'3 and a man and have, like, hairy knuckles and shit. Like... <laughs> That was good. Could you list off some of your high school accolades for that coach who told you you should stop playing softball? Well, I had 10 varsity letters in high school. I um, 
played every single game and started every single game for softball. And then I varsity, went, right? Yep, yep. For varsity. Freshman through senior year. Yep. I was um, the starting pitcher. My freshman and sophomore year, I switched off between another pitcher who was very talented too. Um, but then my sophomore, I mean, my junior and senior years, I pitched a shit ton every freaking inning of every game. But I know, like, going to state, I was all conference a couple times. Um, I was, like, runner-up for Female Athlete of the Year in Kenosha. My mom won it, fun fact. <laughs> um, oh, I was Player of the Year my sophomore and senior years. I, would, I got the 110% award a couple times. Um, I think I got... What do you miss the most about high school softball? Oh, I do miss high school softball. Um, it's very different than playing travel or in college. I'd say what I miss the most is just playing for my school. Like that was just so fun. There's literally nothing like the hype around going to state and high high school athletics because I went. We went um, postseason my freshman year at Truman. We made it to regionals, which is like a huge deal. We went to the conference tournament and. That was a lot of fun, but it literally did not compare to like going to state for softball in high school and playing on the Madison field. Like that was just so fun. And every single high school team in the nation's goal is to make it to state. Like that's all your season revolves around. And it was just so fun Mm -hmm. just playing for your school. Are there a lot of differences between high school and college softball? A shit ton. A lot. Um... I would say, so one of the major differences now that I'm thinking about it is in high school, we only had like four people who played travel Mm -hmm. because we were in a position of privilege where we could do that, like that our lives were able to do that. Our parents were able to do that for us. But in college, everyone obviously played travel. You had to play at a very competitive level to get to the college level. A lot of coaches in college won't even look at you if you don't play travel. So in High school, you have a large mix of people who have no aspirations to play in college (laughs) and then people like me who've known their entire life that they've only wanted to play college softball. So that's a huge difference. Competitiveness. Well, actually, not competitiveness because people can still be very competitive even though they don't play travel. Yeah. Do you – is there any differences like in the play? Like – Faster – oh, my God, yes. Faster pace. Um – I know in high school, you'd be like, ah, oh, yes, I get to play these teams because they suck. Mm-hmm. In college, it's like, no, everyone's really fucking good. Yeah. And you need to compete against every single team. In high school, you can just get by with playing mediocre and winning a game, especially yeah. like the racing school schools we play versus like the Milwaukee schools we played. Mm-hmm. But in college, nope, everyone's fucking good. Yeah. Because like I said, they're there for a reason. And recently you hit your first collegiate home run at Truman State. Could you tell us a little bit about that? That was, you know, a blast. It felt great. Uh, can you run us through it? Do you remember, <laughs> oh my God. Do you remember the count? you remember yeah. how many were on base? I literally, I like, um, I think I watched a ball and then that second pitch I swung at and then it went over the fence. And I like <laughs> blacked out. Um, a little background story here. So I... My freshman year, I pitched, and I did not get recruited to pitch. Like, that was not in my contract to pitch. 
Um, but I get there freshman year, my coach is like, okay, two of our pitchers just had surgery, so you're going to need to pitch. I'm like, oh, well, fuck. And so I pitched a little bit my freshman year, but it really screwed me on playing time because – I could only go to pitching practices, even though I was recruited to play middle infield and outfield. I could not hit in practice, even though I was a hitter, got recruited to hit. And so I definitely got changed into a PO, a pitcher mm-hmm. only. And that's a very specific personality type. Yeah, specific. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so then um, my next year, sophomore year, got canceled because of COVID. But then this year, this is like – the first time that I'm really playing like my positions and I'm yeah. hitting. And so hitting that home run was like, yeah. really needed that because it's been a couple of years really for people who were spring athletes that like we've actually played. Like it's been a long time. So I'm really hoping I hit another one <laughs> soon. <laughs> what life lessons do you think softball has provided for you? Like all of them, like softball, sports have taught me so many things. Um, I'd say the biggest things are you really can do fucking anything. Like if you have a goal in mind, you have to do all these things to accomplishment, accomplish that. And so in softball, like I'm like, it has led me to be very organized with it. Like, I need to work out. I need to lift. I need to do this type of exercise. I need to do this this day. I have to have, like, everything lined up in order to achieve this larger goal that I'm going for. And that can translate into, like, school. Like, that's what I've learned. I've learned that since I – and when I'm in season, my grades are so much better because I'm just so much more organized. And I think softball has really, really helped me with that. Another thing is confidence. Like when I was younger, like we were talking about before, like the fact that I could hit the ball farther than the fucking boys, <laughs> the little boys who told me that my the ball, my football was like their bread basket or whatever the fuck, so I was saying some sexist ass shit when we were freaking 10. Um, just doing that was like a huge ego boost, but like it made me believe that I really can do anything as like freaking cheesy as that sounds. Like you are a badass yeah and it does make me feel cool like Mm -hmm. being an athlete like i don't know i'm in class like i'm naturally pretty outspoken i'd say (laughs) um about certain things but like i feel like a lot of stuff i can do because i have the confidence that softball has given me Mm -hmm. and what are your plans regarding the future maria future well i am pre-masters of education i am about to graduate with my bachelor's degree in english i want to be a high school english teacher and eventually i want to like move up in education maybe like administration or like athletic director maybe principal like your mom chandler (laughs) one day look up to Teresa. but um and i also want to coach that's like a huge reason why i'm going into high school specifically i want to like hopefully go back to my our alma mater and um coach i've been like helping them since i've graduated but i want to eventually be a head softball coach yeah yeah and just try to impact as many lives as i can and like chandler and i were saying just grow softball and baseball and where is the love love? yeah girl (laughs) um okay so that wraps up today's show with maria maria thanks for coming on the show really appreciate it Anytime. 
anytime. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. We'll have to get John again. All right. Yay. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Wrigleyville Bros podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the Wrigleyville Bros podcast anywhere where you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Wrigleyville Bros.